0: seventh reel this week a Dress to kill a 1980 film directed by Brian De Palma uh, I picked this because I remembered this being like one of the most fun movies I've ever seen and De Palma's amazing we haven't done him yet so I thought why not give it a go mm-hmm. and what did you guys think Michelle what did you think
1: I thought it was I mean very well shot mm-hmm. the content does not Ate very well.
0: Yeah,
2: not very. Oh. Is, yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that makes sense.
0: I love the the, the movie stops like the, the movie just ends like the main plot line ends and then they spend like three minutes where the police officer sat all the characters down and explained to them what a transgender is. That was very funny. It, oh
2: man! Um, Damn. Yet another thing. So, but oh.
1: they don't call it transgender. Okay. They call it transsexual.
2: Transsexual. transsexual. Yeah.
0: Like. Ooh. Get it? Ooh. It sounds um. cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, and 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 the problem. Well, I don't know if this like and mm-hmm. then the movie tries to go like, well, see, this is this is like a, this is not inherently an evil thing because check out this police officer. So there's two women who are actually two women who have been following her. There's like Michael Caine woman, and then there's the police officer that they dispatched to trail uh, the the girl, the prostitute, mm-hmm. and she's. Imply to be transgender as well. Yeah.
1: But it's not very well but implied. But not very well.
0: They just give her like a close-up and you're supposed to kind of...
1: Which doesn't really work. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like... Yeah, and... But so like the movie is trying to make a point like, no, 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 no. not all of them are like this, you see. It's just like Michael Caine's particularly fucked up, so he will do this. You're like, okay. Yeah.
2: I guess. Yeah. You know, this was based on cruising, the cruising mergers, and he wanted to make cruising, but no one Whoa. would make it. So he made this instead, and then William Friedkin made Cruising. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is more fun.
2: Yeah, a lot more fun. Well, well he's amazing. But it's because do you think that's because of like it not being directly based on it, or just because he's a different filmmaker than Friedkin?
0: I think both. Like I think he can because of the, it's not directly taken from. He can it's it's it can be a bit more. F- Dear, say a big more. There's a lot more black humor in it. Yeah. Like most of this movie, I don't think it takes itself like 100% seriously, which is what makes it so enjoyable. But if it was, but the freaking one does, and that's but it's, so it's a completely different vibe, right? And it's a completely different take on the similar sort of thing happening.
2: Almost to, to a ridiculous like amount, like it takes itself too seriously uh, yes. in cruising. But he he does he is. I mean, speaking about Shotwell, he's he's very cartoonish in his like in the way he uh films stuff like there's like everything is going on like split screens and quickly yes uh, a split diabler
0: shot like there's so many of them so everything is in focus here's a sequence where you see michael Caine in the front being interviewed and then the guy the kid the son in the back behind him eavesdropping Mm -hmm. and then nancy allen's character in the room like far in back like going over the evidence like it's wonderful like wow it's it's I, l- it's so I much. love that stuff, though.
2: It makes me yeah. feel, I, like it. makes it gets me engaged in like, like a it, like just some nameless Mark Wahlberg movie where it's just the cameras just filming mm. them talking to each other. I get I zone just, out when yeah. that happens. So that, especially uh, if the dialogue isn't like <laughs> yeah, the dialogue isn't engaging. Yeah, it has, it has to them be them, either like, or, right? What are we doing here? So Michelle, do you think like it sort of uh, picked up the slack from that? regard <laughs> or or did it wasn't it wasn't enough to sort of uh, overshadow its dating to, uh, you know kind of
1: content. Um, I think it I think it well it was shot like so I really liked how it was shot I don't know it still kind of stands up it's just like the treatment of like what they call transsexual people mm-hmm. which is just mm-hmm. horrifically and it's just so that's so loaded now with so right. much mm-hmm. stuff that's going on it's hard to not put anything now compared to 43 years ago mm. when this was made but I still think it holds up relatively well hmm
0: well let's talk about the part that has nothing to do with that the museum sequence
1: mm, that was the, good
0: the wordless 9 minute like maids like oh I loved it absolutely I forgot that was in the movie mm. um so when it happened and the score just it just never stops what a what a, i the the music in this movie is so beautiful and it's consistent i think the entire movie is like it's it's just scored all the way through and that's kind of i i i love it because it lends itself to like the whole vibe that it's not taking itself that seriously look how melodramatic and sappy like the music is um the opening is just this romantic strings over this woman taking this endless shower
2: okay did you know that he wrote the role of Liz Blake for his then wife Nancy Allen to play?
0: Yeah oh that, that makes perfect sense um, I, was, I, I, I knew he married her and then I looked at look, I looked at um, his, his Wikipedia I was like okay they were already married so this, this makes this makes a, a lot of sense Wow honey I need you to play this like prostitute but get this she's like her own woman because she invests in stocks. And she's, owns art. Okay, all right, that works. That happens all
1: I the time. I mean, that's fine.
0: It happens all the <laughs> time. Yeah, it does happen all the time. Yeah. What was she trying to, okay, I, I do appreciate, like, the idea of, like, creating, like, a female protagonist who is, like, you know, usually the victim in these, like, situations, sex workers, mm-hmm. like but she's, like, the protagonist, and she actively, like, utilizes and entraps, like, the, the guys in the, in the end, and, you know, she weaponizes her sexuality for her own Agency mm-hmm. that's that's you, you don't see that that often I guess during those times
2: mm, I'm trying to think what what other movie has that
0: yeah Well, the movie is like stars like a sex worker in a pos in like as a And not have that be like the main thing that defines like a character because she just happens to be one I think the movie doesn't drop Can that you much.
1: Breakfast at Tiffany's
2: Breakfast at breakfast Tiffany's, at Tiffany's. Yeah. Is it like explicit how She's, Not really. No, Not really. Right? I, no, didn't no, get, no. I
0: didn't catch on to that when I watched it as a kid.
2: Yeah. What about... What's his... Fruity n- Woman? American... Oh, yeah. but that's... Yeah, isn't that like... Like a big deal? That she's...
0: Yeah, no, no, no that's... Yeah, that's like the whole thing. Yeah, it's a huge deal. That's the whole thing. What about... Yeah, you don't...
2: American Gigolo? I haven't seen it though, so I don't know.
0: The Paul Schrader one? Yeah. Mm. I haven't seen it yet. I mean, yeah. We need to do a Paul Schrader. Mm-hmm.
2: The, uh, this is sort of weird, though. Um, Brian De Palma, Paul Schrader, and uh, Martin Scorsese were were all like sort of and Friedkin, I guess, and Coppola were all part of the same uh, hmm. same sort of uh, pack of or you know or peers, because these movies are so different.
0: Yeah, all completely different styles. I think it's. Uh... Lucas showed like the opening crawl of Star Wars to De Palma. I think it was De Palma who told him like he like to cut it down because he doesn't know what the hell is going on. Um, so that was yeah. They all knew each other.
2: So interesting.
1: Mm. Mm. Is other brand De Palmas like this? Yeah. Yes. So oh, I think I've only seen Carrie.
2: Oh, oh really? You have a lot. That of, one's like a, a right? of I would argue it's like more different. Like it's uh, yes. It's less of a him, more of a Stephen King.
0: Mm-hmm, I, I would say that as well, because if you look at stuff like this, and mm-hmm. Scarface, like, that's, I think...
1: He did Scarface? Yeah, he yeah. did Scarface. Mm-hmm.
2: He did, uh, The first
0: Mission Impossible.
2: He did, yeah, he's done some weird things. Oh, I've moves. seen that. He, he did, the uh, First Mission Impossible, the one with, uh, where where he goes all the way down on the string thing, but doesn't touch yeah. the... You know what else is, uh, weird? Uh, he did Snake Eyes with Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage? Which isn't bad, honestly. It's one of the worst reviewed movies yet. in his filmography, but it's really cool.
0: Didn't he do a Mars movie? That was terrible. No, he did. I remember watching that as a kid. Mars yeah, Attacks. I think he did. In, in there... No, not... <laughs> he did that. <laughs> That's him. That was one of his, it's one of his later ones. And I don't know what's going on with him now, uh... He, did, he hasn't He done... did
2: The Black Dahlia, which is one of the worst movies yes. I've ever seen so bad so boring really yeah it made no sense i don't know i might read the book just to know if he's like is there none of his
0: style or anything
2: that's in it some of it but it's just like about the partnership of the guys doing like we couldn't get through it i I don't even think we finished it but i I managed to get the pauline kill uh review and uh so she says master spy master seducer a suspense comedy about sex and fear set in Manhattan. So I guess this is... People see it as like a comedy, right?
0: It's a comedy. That's... the Okay.
2: In two early De Palma pictures, Robert De Niro played an underground filmmaker who made peep art movies. Blah, blah, blah. Second, he also tried to get into action. Sisters, blind girl taking off her clothes. Will he go on watching? It turns out blah, blah, blah. blah. So this is just describing... Then Carrie, she's like... Uh, going through his filmography, she's like, "Wow!" Now, mm. opening of *Just to Kill*, a beautiful aging gold model. She's describing the thing, <laughs> how the movie. Has any other movie maker mastered new skills with each picture the way Brian De Palma has? Mm. Born in nineteen forty, he's been making movies since his sophomore year at Columbia in nineteen fifty nine, gaining visual strength. Okay, so she likes it. I think there's very little dialogue altogether in *Just to Kill*. What talk there is is casual, funny and often good-naturedly off-color. He doesn't use art for voyeuristic purposes, he uses voyeurism as a strategy and a theme to fuel his satiric art. Mm -hmm. He underlines the fact that voyeurism is integral to the nature of movies in the Metropolitan Sequence. So that's, I guess, catch glimpses of figures slipping in and out the edges of the frame. Later, there's a visually layered police station sequence um
0: ah, she caught that as well of course
2: yeah throughout the film the palma plays with visual theme of outside and inside voyeurism the person peeking through the w- windows is always much safer than the person who sneaks inside and he also keeps dividing things into often the screen itself that's the mm. split screen this film has some, sc- yeah. some of the most graceful use of the split screen recent years especially when the image is divided between dr Elliot at his place and liz at hers de palma's sense of humor makes him the the least respectable of the front-rank american directors (laughs) he presents extreme fantasies and pulls the audience into them with such apparent ease that the pleasure of the suspense becomes aphrodisiacal i didn't know you could use that word that way but that that is a good point because like with uh, just speaking on like Cronenberg, uh, the last one, the, the mm. I would say the the concepts are far wackier and like more sort of, you know, not grounded in reality, yeah. they're like mm-hmm. sci fi stuff, but they're much like, it's much more serious. He's like taking it much more. seriously there's no sense of humor. Yeah. There is sort of but like, less so. Nah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, right. Like this is a, yeah. in some ways, a, a lighter movie than the brood. It is. In most ways.
0: Like I, I think a lot, There's a layer. Of, also, there's a layer of irony, like that with everything that they do. Um. Mm-hmm.
2: He has kept the dirty fun of a va- of a bad boy at the center of his art. It gives his work a lurid, explosive <laughs> vitality. I wow. Yeah. Just, I would. Just to kill isn't as imaginatively dark as yeah. the fury. I forgot he did that. The evil was luxuriant in that one. Nightshade yes. in bloom. God, this is such good writing. <laughs> I know. We
0: <We're> just, <laughs> we're just was reading all the Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Imagine I I guess Tarantino making a movie about her.
2: Um, makes sense.
0: That would be amazing. Uh, I forgot. I f- so I forgot that he did Blowout right after this. Mm-hmm. So he probably just made the two best movies in his career back to back.
2: You think like, those are the year, two best year of each ones?
0: Other. I arguably like think of where he went after this he's scarface, scarface. on the untouchable way <laughs> that was all right yeah no that was it right. wasn't bad um, but that was just a riff on scarface kind of yeah almost um,
2: arguably his most famous i i think for me at least he had like a run where he did like a bunch of great movies and then mm-hmm. i think it was like Sort of, there's a lot of mirroring with Cronenberg because he had this style and then he was like, No, I'm going to do this other thing. I think starting with, with I would say, The Untouchables. Mm. He became this very different filmmaker.
0: And Casualties so, of... I haven't seen a lot of his later stuff. So I haven't seen Bromfire
2: with the Vanities. I heard he did that. do
0: Mission to Mars. That was so weird. What a... <sighs> starring a guy from uh, CSINY. Yeah, and then he did a movie in 2019. Uh, with Jamie Lannister from Game of Thrones. What? I
2: didn't even hear but, about Yeah, this. called Domino.
0: Uh, with the same composer as Dress to Kill, like Jesus. Like, this guy's been sticking with him this whole time. Is it good? And Have you seen it? No, it's... apparently the studios messed with it and De Palma denounced it, so...
2: Uh, what about Passion? production
0: issues, considerable sections... So they couldn't even film, finish filming the script. That's that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Which is,
2: oof. Did you watch Passion? I
0: think that happened to... No, I haven't seen Passion yet. 2012 oh yeah with Rachel McAdams and yeah the girl from Swedish Girl with the Dragon Tattoo
2: Numi Rape Ass that's her name
0: <laughs> I was intentionally trying not to pronounce her name I just went for
1: <laughs> alright
0: do we have any more to add no
1: no alright should we take a break
2: Me Rape Ass <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: okay,
0: we're back now let's step right up seven reels this is out of seven what we're we gonna rate it Five and a
1: half. Five
2: and a half. yeah uh, or six maybe i don't know depends on how later tonight goes <laughs> 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 i'll give it a six and a half this was so
0: much fun mm. it reminded me how fun movies can be like again it's, it's, it's incredible um, it's it's sexy Hitchcock. It's like it's Ooh. the ultimate form of what he was going for.
2: I thought that was uh, Roman Polanski.
0: Ooh yeah, I guess. I don't think Polanski does like the, the is as flashy. Yeah. And as uh, deliberate with because these they are some of the this movie has some of the most beautiful tracking shots I've ever seen. They're so amazing. Yeah. All right. That brings us to what we've been watching this week. Youssef, what have you watched this week?
2: I watched uh, some of Chernobyl.
0: And how did you like it? I like
2: it so far, it's pretty good. It reminds me of... Uh, you know, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Ah, <laughs> uh, so, very similar vibe, I guess. Yeah, yeah. but real. And the
0: same actors, from sure, shows up.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I like it. It's, uh, I mean... Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool. I just don't like You're that. You watching there it
0: with are... your dad, right? It's a good dad show. Yeah, so exactly.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's one of those. I watched mm. half of Michael Haneke's uh uh no, uh... what's it called? No source or no a code unknown.
0: Wait, I've never he- I haven't heard of that one. It's
2: 2000 Michael Haneke uh Juliette Binoche. What's her name? Binoche. Yeah. It's her. Yeah, it's pretty the, the, cool.
0: The, the, the frightening French lady.
2: It's pretty good it's it's kind of amazing. Yeah, yeah it's one of those oh, movies really? where it feels like you read a book. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna finish it tonight. Dense then.
0: Yeah. Okay, I'm 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 very excited. Okay. I it's I find his movies are amazing but very uncomfortable.
2: <laughs> I know that yeah, that's why I had to Hold stop on. halfway through I was like, Oh my god. <laughs>
0: Yeah, okay. Alright. Have you seen a
1: Michael Haneke film? Yeah. Yeah, which one? The one with like videos of something. Benny's video? No.
0: Oh no, the cachet. Yeah. yeah Cachet. Cachet yeah, yeah, it's
2: yeah. pretty good.
1: We watched too. in class. We watched
0: uh. But a wow, what a, wow, a bumper. Wait, well,
1: like, well, you, uh, <laughs> you haven't watched uh
2: you haven't watched uh piano teacher or funny games michelle
1: no.
0: I've seen fun- funny games in I feel like you li-
2: you'd like funny games. I thought you would definitely have watched it in your horror phase days. Not that it's a horror movie, but it's like sort of no. one mm. of those.
0: Have you seen like both versions?
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, which, which, which you, he directed both of them. It's so a,
2: practically un, like I think it was like almost shot for shot. Like Shot
0: for uh, shot, the same movie. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, I'm definitely going to check this out. Oh. Uh, Ready? just need to, like prepare myself slide myself up for it yeah yeah well what have we been watching we watched we got through most of girls trip the comedy mm. uh that was okay it's actually like the, the jokes are surprisingly like they're thick, they come they, think, they come thick and fast and most
1: of them land we uh, watched Donny brasco we watched
0: Donny brasco oh, yeah How was that, that? was
1: it's all right it's all right
0: it's forget good. about it forget exactly i i didn't know that was from this like completely from this movie yeah. and there's like a five minute sequence where uh <laughs> explains to by the way paul Giamatti and tim blake nelson a young over young like they were not uh, they were just in the bit role what like it spends five minutes explaining like the in- different intonations of so forget about it and what it could possibly mean i loved it um it's like *The departed but more realistic i guess yeah Pretty fun. Pacino was is, re- is really really good. You get to like he's, he's as opposed to like uh, Don Corleone or any of his like more aggressive characters. He's kind of a loser in this movie. He's just this low tier tubin monster who like who's old and doesn't know what he threw his entire like life into. Like he doesn't really know what it's even for. Very sad performance. Um, that's that's what caught me off guard. I quite liked it. Yeah. All right. Oh in that case, let's uh, move on to what our recommendations are.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I have one. Yeah. yeah. Vertigo. Oh my vertigo. god. I was, oh, okay. That's a good one. Were you gonna say that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. It, 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 <laughs> That's I, why I wanted to go yeah, no. <laughs> It was just so insane because I was like, of course I'm gonna go with vertigo, I better not be that. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine
0: my recommendation is Phantom Thread whoa interesting as a movie that's also kind of like messed up but it's having so much fun being delightfully like <laughs> like dark yeah also beautiful craftsmanship.
2: So I wanna watch Phantom yeah. Thread again I remember it being kind of really beautiful and interesting at times and then at times being like totally predictable and stupid yeah. I, mean, I don't know how I feel about it I
0: Maybe work for visiting Yeah
2: we
1: Should do an episode on it do okay.
2: episode on right. Yeah, that's a good one yeah. We
0: haven't done a PTA yet, so No way mm. No, I don't think we've ever done a PTA
1: We also did like past 100 episodes the other day
2: Oh, wow, really? Yeah. No way Yeah,
1: because wow. At the end of this month, we've been doing this for two years
2: Two years? Wow
1: Yep
0: Of your life, of our lives
2: <laughs> Hmm Wow All these films Oof.
0: All right Uh, Well, you
2: haven't given your recommendation yet. Okay, well, since Michelle took mine, I'm going to go. North by Northwest doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel like I could recommend it. I could go Marnie. Marnie's sort of a weird, you know, psychosexual movie.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. So maybe, maybe that.
0: That sounds good. Yeah, I, haven't, so I haven't watched that yet, right? I've seen that. You've seen it. I, I, need, I need to give it a go. Um, all right. That brings us to the end of this week's podcast. Michelle, it's your turn to pick next week. What are we watching?
1: So it is the third annual Chaplain Day, the holiday I created, <laughs> <laughs> which is on the 16th of April, which will be... W- past when you have listening but so instead of watching a Chaplin film we're gonna watch wally because i watched this really i read this great essay on the criterion website about how wally is kind of like a a silent movie character he's just kind of watching everything it's this barely any dialogue it's a really good essay i highly recommend reading it mm-hmm. yeah
2: all
0: right, Wally, it is. Where where so it joins can
2: next the week? listeners find the essay?
1: It's on the Criterion website. and Do, You don't need to be a sub, like subscriber to Ooh, it to, to get it. So.
2: so they just write like uh, Wally essay. Yeah. Okay.
1: Criterion. I sure and, to check it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, so, oh wait, so I have wait. another thing. Oh yeah. So it would be nice if our faithful listeners give us a rating or review because that helps us get some nice new listeners too. So do that, please.
2: Yeah, thank you. Thank (laughs) you. We greatly appreciate it. And we'll see
0: you all next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. The 7th Rio is hosted by Arvind Hov, Michelle Hassel, and Yusuf El Bashir. Logo by Joe Conti. Our ad break music is composed by Yusuf Suilam. And our outro music is composed by Yehia el Bashir. Thanks for listening.